check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value Virginia. Supporting local. Club V is Calvin's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax, and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Looking for somewhere for a post-match point to catch up on the crack and discuss the game? Why not call in to Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town. The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great points. So drop in to Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Oh, that's okay, that's okay. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the We Are Calvin post-match reaction show after what is another wonderful victory by these Calvin lads. Uh, joined by, I'm Damien Donoghue, I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor at the anglo Celt, Michael Brennan, who is a, a co-commentator on Northern Sound. I was going to say, go, yeah, who is yeah, a bit yeah. of a, but I, 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 won't, I won't use bad language. It got used once tonight, so we'll not make it a really <laughs> bad night. So won't. Go and, yourself. And, and <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got the bleep button here on the, on the laptop. And we're also joined by uh, Mark O'Rourke, the PRO of Cavan County Board. Um, who who will contribute as well? So when we have you here, there's no point in having you standing. Um, but I suppose to start off with you, Paul, uh, what a display! Like yet again by this Cavan team. We thought last week. I think you finished off the show last week by saying the hardest thing is to produce two good performances. Eamon Coleman's quote. Well, they've done it. Well, yeah, I think reports of the Black Death have been greatly exaggerated. Damien, at halftime in Navan last Sunday, we were looking at it, it was one nine to five points to meet. Cavan were going out of the division. Terry Highland was was going to be going out in, in, with, a he, with his head hanging, and, and everything was was doom and gloom. That was the, the negative way to look at the Cavan boys. Looked at it in a positive way. They came out, they turned things around, and they they scored one fifteen in the second half. They scored three eighteen there there today. So they scored four thirty three now in in a game and a half of football, which is absolutely astonishing. I think they scored was a three fourteen from play there there this evening as well. Garrod's got two points, and Johnston got two points. Absolutely incredible stuff. They're up against against their championship opposition. They're going to play them on May the 29th at the same venue. And only in the GEA people might go, oh, you don't want to be showing your hand there and giving them a trim. And give them a trim when you have them exactly. here. Beat them as, as well as you can and send out a message. And 
I just interviewed Kieran McGinley down there, and and he's he's a shook man. He di he didn't know how to take it. He t he says he's going to take it on the chin, and he just kept saying he was holding his hands up. It was all his fault. He wasn't doing the right things with them in training. What else can he say? Because that Armagh team were a rabble tonight, and Cavan were absolutely brilliant. They really were, and I suppose part of the party unraveling was, and I, I have to say, I actually admire Kieran then for putting his hands up because during the commentary, myself and Mickey Brennan commented that the fundamentals were wrong with Armagh their handling was poor they were dropping a lot of ball they were, their hand passing was bad and I suppose you don't expect to see that from uh, an inter-county team but Mark you've been following Cavan for a long time and I won't give away age but you're, you're, you're probably the senior most senior person on the panel here tonight but have you seen as good a performance attacking performance by Cavan in a long time which panel are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, brilliant performance. Just a, a pleasure to watch um, from start to finish. Um, well, maybe take the first five minutes out of it. We went three points down, and from then on, we the lads just pushed on. The work rate, the pass, and the movement was phenomenal throughout. And I know Paul talked about there, but putting two performances together, like the Derry performance was quite good as well. Mm. Um, we just didn't get anything out of the game just was good and Tyrone well, wasn't bad either so you know we have been playing well and performing well but it's it's great to put the performances into results as well yeah it really is and as, as you say Mickey there the, the, the Tyrone performance was good the Derry performance was good there's a consistent level of performance now maybe the attacking performance in those two games they were creating lots of chances they weren't just scoring them but they've they've managed to get the get the conversion rate right now yeah they, they, that's that's one of the things as well as that like you look their first game was on i think it was on the 1st of february um against Tyrone up in Oma and you know the, the weather was absolutely horrendous it wasn't a day that was conducive for high scoring the second day against Derry was similar again it wasn't great weather and and they just didn't put up the scores but you can see that in better weather on better conditions on better pitches that this Cavan team have speed and abundance and they have an attacking threat not only that but since the Tyrone game and the Derry game we've seen um, David Givney being moved into the full forward line we've seen Gerard McKiernan being moved into the half forward line and you look at from midfield up you were looking at maybe five players that were maybe six foot three plus on that team you look at Buchanan you look at um, uh, Thomas Cor you look at Gerard McKiernan, Michael Argue and David Givney in your forward line and Terry Highland alluded to it earlier on they're five huge men and it just gives you a totally different um, attacking threat and just as uh, Paul was saying earlier on about you know how, how the story could have been an awful lot different last week at half time um, I, uh, there's a new slogan going around I believe it's called Highland In not Highland Out <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, there's, there's nobody there's nobody is talking anything other than praise for Terry Highland and the entire management team at the minute because they've they've put together a panel that now, Mark, I suppose, again, maybe I, I'm thoroughly optimistic all the time, but you could see them going out and winning an Ulster Championship. Like they, they look like they're such an attacking threat. They're tight at the back. They're physically big. We were talking to Banty after the game, and he was saying, that's a huge Cavan team. You've got from eight up to 15, you've got five lads that are 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, like it, it, it's, it's physically a very strong team too. Well, I suppose the last number of last few years, it was said that Cavan were, you know, were quite a small team um, physically. And particularly up front, we were small. Like that has changed now. We have big men, um, particularly up front. And I thought David Givney tonight um, won some fantastic ball and popped it off. Um, you know, it's great to see the, the big men performing as well. And 
you uh, talked uh, about you know we take, we take one game at, at a time at the moment and but the confidence is oozing with the lads now and um, just keep it going game by game I'd have I to think, agree with I him I think speaking of the big lads sorry Mickey that Garoja McKernan has been playing at a very high standard consistently for a few years but obviously what is torn around is Shawnee Johnson is in the team now we've got a fellow who can snipe points from tight positions and doesn't even need he needs a tiny amount of space he doesn't even need his full swing of his leg and he can somehow generate enough power to squeeze the ball over the bar but the biggest thing even more than that I think is Givney because when you've got McKernan we have the option of running off the shoulder. You've got McCarron and Givney, these fellas running from deep. But now we also have the option of lumping it in and giving you a win it because he's brilliant in there. I yeah, always felt it was his best w- position. W- that I was just yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to agree with Mark and I'm agreeing with you as well. Like is that Givney gives you just a, a different dimension up there in that full forward line, especially in that full forward position. The quality of the ball has been exceptional in the last two games going into the full forward line. It's always in the favour of the forward, you know, where the defender can't commit to it because he's going to give a goal chance away if he commits to it. So that means that David can come out and win it. And he's got the runners, as you said. He's got Garold McKiernan coming off his shoulder. I thought, just as you mentioned, Shawnee Johnson, I said it numerous times tonight, I think we're seeing a, a, a totally new Shawnee Johnston. Like, his work rate there tonight was phenomenal. Like, uh, at one stage, he, he tackled back and he won a ball in his own 21 in the first half when Michael Argue got a score down the other end of the pitch from it. Shawnee pitched in with 1-5. There was times there when um, uh, McNeese for, for Armagh was trying to take a quick kick out and instead of Shawnee telling somebody to go and mark a fella, he was the man going to mark him. He was the man tracking the, the defenders as they were running up the pitch. It's a new Shawnee Johnson that we haven't seen that before. He's become a team player and long may continue because when you've got him in that vein of form and in that vein of team uh, or camaraderie, you know, it only bodes well for Calvin. Well, I criticise Shawnee Johnston and Kieran McGinney and everyone that was involved in that, in that move more than anyone at the time. But I have to say um, he's, he's come a long road and it's a hard road for him personally to redemption here but he's back now he's 31 he's 32 years of age in, in August and I think he's he's playing he's put in two performances there that's as good as anything he's ever played in the, in the blue jersey of Cavan and not only that but uh, like Shawnee we all know was always a great player for Cavan I'm, I'm not knocking him but I never saw him putting two back to back performances together you know he'd be he'd have a phenomenal game one week and he'd be quiet the next week that's two phenomenal performances after putting in in two weeks in a row and we all thought after the Mead game last week, after listening to Terry, Terry said it was horses for courses, it was going to suit him playing against a Mead team that were going to be a little bit looser. I didn't think, you know, he, he'd, he'd start, well, I didn't think it would be good to start him against Armagh tonight, but you could not start him after last week's performance. And then he goes and does it again. You know, like, so it and just shows He was every bit as good. Yeah. He was every bit as good. And he was, there's a willingness in him to win his own ball as well, whereas he's not waiting for Givney to win the ball and lay it off to him for a handy score. He's willing to go and work for his own ball as well. And Mark, you, you've seen Shawnee down through the years. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's, um, it's, um, you know, personally delighted from that he's, you know, is performing so well. And it's good to see the supporters. I think getting behind him as well. Like he got good, re- superb reaction there tonight, coming off in the same. Unbelievable! I was last laugh- week. So I was laughing there, Mark. That there are a fickle bunch of cap supporters. <laughs> last time <laughs> Justin played here in an intercounty match, he didn't get as good a reception, but he deserved every bit of it there tonight. Yeah, he really did. What we're going to do, we've, we have a quick interview here with Tomas Kaur, uh, midfielder for the Cavan team. So we'll play that interview and uh, come back just for more reaction. Oh yeah, it's a great win there. Um, 
I'm joined now by, by Massey Corda here of Cavan's win here, here this evening he's smiling at me here um, Massey congratulations first of all a brilliant performance what, what, what has been the key to, to Cavan turning things around since at half time last Sunday Cavan looked to be in a bit of bother and now they're after turning a brilliant half and an unbelievable hour of football there well, I just think we all believe in each other maybe in the first two games I think we gave maybe teams a little bit too much respect and um, <laughs> just let the shackles go and like we're, we're still a defensive vibe, we're still tight at the back, there's no goal today or anything, but we just we just went for them like I think it's it's working out for us so far now. And obviously Cavan have put in serious work, like they ran the legs of me last week and look much fitter than our mad there tonight as well. Yeah, but it's great but you can even see the subs like you have Mackie on the bench, you have the lads that that, that come on and like the lads come back into the squad, Eugene Keaton and that, so it's just you can't really even leave Buchanan starting today and doing very well, you just can't let your guard down for a second or you're sitting back on the bench. And that's, that's something everyone say, says in every team every year, all this great competition, but there really is in there this is, It really is. Like it's just, it's, if you look at the talent on the bench and even, even the lads in the stand that don't get the tug out, it's only them lads who make the team and it's just it's just disappointing that way. You know, it, 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 it's great in that way, but it's just it's good to have good competition. So it's onwards and upwards now for Calvin. Please God, yeah. Come on. <laughs> all right, cheers. <laughs> Club V is Cavan's best over 20. Sorry, folks, welcome back. Uh, yeah, that was Mossy Core talking to Paul Fitzpatrick uh, after the game. I suppose uh, Paul and Mark, he, he spoke He spoke about the panel there and, and the likes of Key and Mackey sitting on the bench, Eugene Keaton still to come back into, Rory Dunn coming on tonight, which was absolutely brilliant. I think he got as big a applause as, uh, as, as uh, Shawnee Johnson did because great to see him coming back. And even when he received a black card mark, the Cavan supporters were delighted to see him putting down an arm man with a good big shoulder. Absolutely. It was, um, I suppose, a great tackle as the referee deemed it a black card unfortunately but um maybe it's just a statement of intent as well like um but i think for rory he was just delighted to be back on the field and, and he showed that you know mm, he really did paul you know the likes of banty talking about big men and calvin have them now rory dunn's another very big man that, that that can physically impose himself onto a game and it's another option that they have as well as Mossy Core mentioned Liam Buchanan. I thought he was excellent tonight. Yeah, he was. Buchanan's come on an awful lot. Um, I suppose from his from his last year playing under twenty one footballers, the year that he, he broke through and got that goal and right. also in the twenty one final, he, that seemed to have given him confidence, and he really came on because I I wasn't sure if he was going to come through for minor or not. He, it was untapped potential. I thought it might be might be one of these fellas who was relying on his size a minor. You don't know what a big fella like that until they're nineteen or twenty. Whether whether it was just their physique that got them through or not. But he has shown that he's a good footballer. He's got a good brain. He's a very honest player. He's got good feet on him as well. And like as Massey Core said there, every team Mickey and you know this. If if we went up to Simon's Town in the morning and we said to the lads, "What's the strength and depth like in the panel?" Oh, it's brilliant. Everyone's playing for their place. But there's always a passenger too on on the majority of teams. Because the majority of teams don't win anything. You can't yeah. win anything with, with passengers on the team. But there was no passengers on that Cavan team. Like, th- you see Key and Mackie coming off the bench, and he has carried that Cavan team for, for a couple of years at times. Like, th- that's a serious strength and depth at, at the minute. It's a, it just cannot get over the turnaround from, from half time last Sunday. Yeah, I, su- I suppose. You have no faith. I'm going to, <laughs> Mickey, you, 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 the ultra positive person, I'm going to try and. We, we'll try and put on managerial hats here if you're if you're Cavan manager you can't take all positives there has to be something room for improvement where's the room for improvement for Cavan 
Well, <laughs> it was funny because I, I, I did uh, want to mention this a couple of times during the first half. Maybe uh, the right studs, because there was a lot of players slipping in the early parts of the game there to, this evening. And uh, on, on both on both sides, um, both on the Cav and on Armagh's side, um, I suppose um, looking at that performance there tonight and looking at the performance last week, I suppose... They need to be awake a little bit earlier. They went straight away from the throw-in last week in Navin. Graham Riley ran through the heart of the Cavan defence and stuck a ball over the bar. Mm-hmm. And Mead went a point up, and Mead kicked on from there in the first half. Then again tonight, um, uh, Armagh three points to the good before Cavan woke up, and then it was a long ball into the square um, by um, Michael Argue. David Givney rose above his player, caught the ball, laid it off to Johnson. He fumbled it, managed to get a toe poke on it, put the ball in the back of the net, and Cavan were back in the game. And that just seemed to knock the wind out of the Armagh sails. So that's maybe something that they need to look at, is is is, is how they're starting games. Um, because we know, Other than that. we know that they're finishing them well. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> any, any areas you'd isolate, Mark, that they could do with improvement, or are you just happy out? I know. Look, you have to be very happy with the with the performances, and as I said, even the the Tyrone and Derry games, we still were putting in performances. Um, look, the lads will continue to work. They'll keep them grounded. Continue to work hard. Fitness levels are, are very good throughout the panel, <coughs> and but they'll, they'll keep working on that and just keep doing what they're doing and definitely, improving. Definitely the injuries down to the minimum as well, because. Like yeah. They do yeah, have a couple of big players to come back into that, the likes of Eugene Keaton, and we saw uh, Rory Dunn coming back there today. But I uh, Niall McDermott Niall is a McDermott player we're not well. even. I forgot to mention him. Like he's well. he is more of a long term issue, I think, at the minute. But Fergal Flanagan, Fergal Flanagan another Flanagan. man out from from last week's team, but it shows the strength and depth on that panel again. We're, I know we've been harping on about it, but. It is. It really has. If you maybe an maybe this free is panel coming into the oh, championship. Jeez, I wouldn't you know, like Terry's you, job. You know, like if you had an injury-free panel coming into that championship, it, it, it'd be phenomenal where this team could go. Um, yeah. Because that's been the the problem over the last few years is key players getting injuries at the wrong time of the year. Has has it been and and there has been the critics of the the under twenty one process that we we develop we won them but we didn't really develop players but maybe. The strength of this panel is actually showing now that the success at under 21 has bred a particular type of player in Cavan that is used to winning, willing to compete, willing to do what it takes. Because now you're looking at a panel of easily, uh, I, I'm taking off the top of my head, of the starting 15, there was very few that I'd leave off the team. And I can think of six lads that are good enough to be on that team. Actually, I can think of eight lads now, there's another two coming into my head. You're up at 23 players that would not weaken it if you started any one of, twi- or any 15 out of the 23. Maybe that's the the, the result of those under-21 teams. Yeah, you're right. Well, if you look back to the, to the National League opener against Roscommon last year, you'd, you'd have to be dismayed as a Cavan supporter coming off the back of four under-21 wins to look at the age profile of the forward line that played mm. that day. Now that's come back 13 months from where we, where we are now in March 2016 but that day you had Mark McKeever at 31 I, d- I think it was actually Mickey Link's 30th birthday that day or maybe the day before it was around that time you had Martin Dunn was playing you had Martin Riley you had Keane Mackey you had nobody playing there that had, had an Ulster under 21 medal that had come through McDermott was the only one that had right. come through to nail down a place in the forward line fast forward, fast forward 12 months now and 
you're starting to see the under 21 players are starting to, to come in and show up in the forward line like David Givney okay sorry he wasn't off the under but he was team, the first but he, he was batch yeah he, he didn't was. win it but he was the first batch of it you have Dara McVitie Garrod McKiernan the other wing half forward was Martin Riley okay he wasn't in there David Givney Michael Argue Shawnee Johnson so four out of the starting six forwards are a product of that under 21 process exactly and the other thing is there's probably a little bit of luck involved as well in that it's not. We didn't get lucky that Eugene Keating got injured, but we were looking at Eugene Keating. I'm sure the Cavan manager were as the full forward going forward, yeah, literally. And uh, whereas he got injured, they had to they had to put Givney back in the full forward. And I always I always felt Givney was the right man for full forward. Maybe with Keating, we talked about that at one stage on the podcast. But Givney now has transformed the, the look of the forward line because he's got that basketball background. He's a Donahue style player. He's not just a big lad. Like Mike could argue, he's a big man, six foot five. He he was tried a full forward. He wasn't suited to it because I think I think Cavan have discovered that now that he's suited to galloping onto the ball with his long stride out yeah. the field and skinning players around the outside. That point he scored on the in the second half on the far side of the field from where we are in the stand here was Mark was a perfect example of what Michael Argue can bring to the table. Absolutely, and it just reminded me of what he did, and that was the style, the way he played at under twenty one, and he hadn't done that in the last That's game. Right couple of years of senior level so it's great to see him kind of get into those positions to, ki- to kick those scores and you know we remember him doing that it week it in week out at under 21 he does a very cute thing Mickey. It it when, he's sh- when he's shooting from a tight angle he kicks it so high that the old person nearly always give it because it's impossible <laughs> right. to s- he does it all the time it's impossible to say if it's over or not and no umpire is going to wave it wide they nearly always give it yeah, yeah, it's actually. Sorry, go ahead. Well. I, I was just going to say uh, we're talking about how Michael Argue was deployed to full forward last year or whatever. It, it can be very hard for a midfielder to be converted into a full forward, mm. and especially at such a young age. Like he's played all his football at midfield, all his life he's played at midfield, and he's been, as you said, used to getting on the ball and striding towards the goals. Whereas in in playing as full forward, you're more static and you're waiting for a ball to come in. Before before you react, um, you know. So, like, I do think that Michael Argue has the ability to be a full forward down the line or whatever. David Givney, when he was tried there a couple of years ago, he didn't work out either. But he's starting to learn how to play. It's a different position altogether to, than playing as a midfielder. And I think he's really starting to perfect how to play a full forward. The funny thing is, I think when David was discovered, he was playing full forward for Nugent and he was racking up massive scores in there. And then he, he, got, he, he came in into his first county. Year, Damien, with Manuja, where he kind of came to prominence, he scored eight goals in, in the junior championship. He got four goals That's in one right. game against the bridge. I didn't love you. I remember him playing in the Leinster junior championship where Cavan got beaten 3 3 15 to 3-5, and he got three goals that evening up against Loud. So he's, he knows where the net is. He came on when he was about 18, he came on for Cavan seniors in 2009 against Antrim in Clonus, and he got the, took the ball in the net. He had the ball in the net last Sunday, he had the ball in the net again today. Yeah. He's a man who can get goals. Paul O'Connor's on the bench can get goals. What do he Cavan sets up as well. He, he does. does a lot of setting up. Like wh- the, the, what I love to see uh, in a full forward like David Gibney is that when when the ball is played into him and he's running away from goal, actually running towards his own goals, he's looking for players off the shoulder. Just to two of his offloads him. today were of the highest caliber. Yeah. One was directly mm-hmm. underneath us in the stand, and he caught the ball and he knew Garoud was running over to his left hand side very hard to describe and he just basically came down palmed it off with a perfect hand pass but without nearly looking Mark oh yeah well he obviously maybe peripheral vision or whatever but he obviously knew Garoud was gone and just turned between two Armagh players and and flicked it out Um, it was superb and it it created another 
score chance straight away. Like he was, and, and he was involved. In, he was involved it. in most of the goal chances in the second half as well, involving Garod McKiernan winning the ball and Garod McKiernan breaking a pace, laying the ball off to Garod, and, and that was a man who could have had four goals today. You absolutely, know, like absolutely. What we're going to do is do just take a very quick. Uh, 50 second commercial break and we're going to come back and each person on the panel is going to give their nomination for man of the match so stay with us here on wearecavan.com Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue with state of the art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar as well as a cocktail bar outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Looking for somewhere for a post-match point to catch up on the crack and discuss the game? Why not call into Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great points. So drop into Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back, folks, to the We Are Cavan post-match show, live from Kingspan Breffney Park. I'm Damien Dunn, who joined by Michael Brennan, Paul Fitzpatrick and Mark O'Rourke, the PRO of Cavan County Board. Um, we, we're going to wrap up now, five quick minutes. We'll start off with Mickey Brennan, uh, with your, your call for man of the match. Give us, give us the, your, your winner, and then you can, you, you can have a minute to give the contenders. A minute, a minute uh, that I'd, I'd only get to name the team. Um, I, I think... Just on, on on his display tonight, you could have given it to many of them, but I'm going to give it to Shawnee Johnson. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. And a game that we all thought that he wouldn't, it wouldn't suit him to score 1-5 and 1-4, that to be from play, was, was brilliant. Garob McKieran, David Givney, straight away you're looking at a forward line when you score 318 or 319, you're going to be looking at a forward line. In midfield, I thought Mossy Carr worked his uh, little socks off for the whole game. And in the back line, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, he's got little socks, Paul. He does. Oh, has it? He's little socks. Never, he's little feet. I think on the little socks comment, we'll move on to Paul <laughs> Fitzpatrick. So Shawnee Johnson gets, gets one now. Ray Gallagher had a fantastic he had an performance. Oh, yeah, he had a high well. ball as brilliant, well. Brilliant. And his kicker. Some of his kickouts. He is, he is big socks, by the way. Gallagher has it. Yeah, Gallagher has big, big socks. Yeah. Paul Fitzpatrick, you're a man of the match. I thought you were going to say, Have I got big socks? <laughs> we all know you don't have big socks, Paul. <laughs> you need big feet for big socks. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, at one stage, Ray Gallagher caught a ball, caught a ball on the goal line, and he just turned onto his left foot and gave a 40 yard pass yeah. into the chest. I demarked left Riley. foot. Brilliant. Unbelievable. Absolutely um, brilliant. I'm going to give the man of the match to Shawnee Johnston. I thought he was. Thought he was brilliant, and he only played three quarters of the match because they took him off to give someone else a run. But I thought he was brilliant. He was electrifying. Never put a foot wrong. He won ball. He kicked whatever freeze came his way. 
he, he scored one point out here. As soon as he left his foot, I thought, well, that's dropping short. And then it's whatever way he struck it, it started to rise. To, to rise. Yes. And it came right down the roof of the net. Gathered momentum as it was it going did. towards I the goal. I don't know how he did it. It was unbelievable. And close contenders for me was Givney and uh, McKernan and also Faulkner. Who's Faulkner if there's going to be a Rookie of the Year award this year, it'll be Faulkner because he's brilliant. Is there a Rookie of the Year award? I, I don't know. We'll come up with one. <laughs> Mark O'Rourke. So it's two for Shawnee Johnston. Mark, who's who's your pick for man of the match? When we're chatting off air there, I, I know we're talking about Garode, um, David and Shawnee as the you know the, the contenders. And I said, look, I'm going to try and come up with, with somebody that hasn't been mentioned. And uh, that was going to be Raymond Galligan for me. Um, I think he's very solid in the air. Um, and his kickouts tonight were phenomenal. Uh, last week, maybe they didn't just work. But by God, tonight they were fantastic. And um, but yeah, Shawnee was excellent again tonight. He's added a spark to the forward line. Um, as we said, David was very good as well. And um, you know, winning his own ball in there and waiting on lads to come off the yeah. shoulder and give it. And that's where the, the goal came. First goal came from this evening as well. Um, and Garod, you know, playing closer to goal as well. He's getting into more of those scoring positions that he's um, particularly in that left wing that he's renowned for you know and it's great to see him getting into those positions yeah absolutely so it's two for Shawnee Johnson one for Raymond Galligan uh, my, my man of the match would be David Givney I thought his ball handling was just absolutely excellent his 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 ability to be an outlet for the long ball for Cavan I thought was just brilliant I think he's growing into that full forward role yeah, I and I, I think it's very exciting to watch David Givney in, in that full forward line but Cavan as an attacking threat just absolutely brilliant there, there's so many you could name I don't think there's anybody you could name that had a bad game for Cavan tonight I'd say so that's the highest score that a blanket defence has put up in, in a long time yeah I was just going to say Mark you're, you're on the county board could we get a, a, a VIP pass and maybe some uh, you know area for Joe Broly to come up and watch this Cavan team now because black debt is definitely nothing you can you can tar them with anymore. No, certainly it's. Um, I think last year the team management made a, a big effort to work on you know turning defence into attack, and this year you know it's pushed on another another level, another notch, and um, you know particularly the last two games put up big scores. Yeah, and. You know, it's great to see that. And still defending very well as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Long may continue. Long may continue, exactly. Uh, we're going to wrap that up here on the We Are Cavan post-match show podcast uh, live in Kingsman Brevity Park. A quick mention about the Celtic Warrior five-a-side tournament that we're running. Uh, it's a jailbreak uh, fundraiser for Cavan County Board. Um, and it's uh, taking place in Killing Care next Saturday, that's this day a week. If you'd like to put in a team into that, please contact myself on 08. Five one one two seven zero eight nine, or go onto the We Are Cavan Twitter page or the uh, or the Facebook. We have we have plenty of um, hopefully media going on on that. But there's a huge amount of prizes. Al- I think almost a thousand euro worth of prizes to the winning team, Paul. Yeah, massive amount of prizes. Sorry, sorry, you lost me there. A massive amount of prizes, Damien. Sponsored by Celtic Warrior Craft Beer, of course. And yeah. There's going to be a creative, a creative Celtic Warrior for every player that w- on the winning team. T-shirts. Uh, meal vouchers for yeah, two we, for we've got meal vouchers from uh, the Farnham Arms Hotel from the Cavan Crystal Hotel from the Hotel Kilmore and there's two more to come so hopefully uh, everybody Paddy Power have open odds on it apparently Shane Briardy is is uh, is going to is installed favour with his team and he, he's got the old man Patsy that taught him everything he knows uh, on, the, on the team as well so watch out for Briardy's team 
the shapers are called the shapers so that's <laughs> next Saturday in Killing Care Leisure Centre contact myself through Twitter Facebook email or phone um, if you want to put in a team it's 100 euro for a team great value and should be a great day's crack so from myself Damien Dunne who thanks to Mark O'Rourke Paul Fitzpatrick and to Mickey Brennan for joining us on the post-match show when Cavan finished with a wonderful result and a wonderful scoreline tonight three goals and 18 points to 10 points in the round four of the Allianz National Football League from Damien Dunne, who thanks a million for listening. Celtic Warrior, crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.